With me today, I have uh, three gentlemen on my immediate left, Mr. Dean Spots, David Paulson, and Francis Lightley. Uh, if you would, Dean, would you like to give me a little bit about your background uh, in this area? Okay, well, I'll start in this area was uh, the first time I worked on reverse osmosis was 1963. Uh, I was a sophomore at uh, Dartmouth College and it was a project we had to uh, figure out what to do with brackish water. And uh, Chris Miller and I uh, actually got very interested in reverse osmosis at the time. The dean of the engineering school uh, knew Dr. Surirajan who invented the first membrane in 1959 at UCLA. And uh, Surirajan had moved to Canada at the National Research Council. Uh, we then got a contract with uh, Office of Saline Water. Dr. Chama Basapa was in charge at that time in 1965 and continued that through 68. My first job uh, ended up in Minneapolis with a uh, company uh, that was supposed to start reverse osmosis and I was supposed to be the head of their group. Uh, they never did what they said. Uh, so uh, in 1969, I broke off and started Dosmonics. I was a junior in 1969 in high school, <laughs> and uh, Dean hired me to clean up the first, uh, when he moved out of his garage into a, a machine shop, he hired me to clean up the machine shop. And so I started working on reverse osmosis sometime after that on part-time basis, assembling pieces and little machines and stuff like that uh, after school or on summer vacation, etc. I was working, I started doing a lot of different jack-of-all-trade kind of things in the shop and I didn't work on developing, did not work on developing those membranes, but I did work on the element and testing the elements and figuring out where the seal should go, uh, etc. And I Early on, I got the assignment that I had for quite a long time of evaluating all the returned elements for, for warranty. And that was a good insight into how they were built and stuff. And the first ones, I do remember some of the like Roga elements coming back all telescoped because they had an inadequate telescope and stuff. So I, I, I kind of segued into product engineering, you might say, but at that time when there's 10 people in the company, you were doing everything, you didn't have a title. So uh, I actually was, for a short time, um, supervisor of membrane rolling. I spent a lot of time looking at returns because there were a lot of returns that we opened up to find out why they weren't working and writing letters to people saying, uh, here's why you don't get warranty, except maybe once in a while you get warranty and you gotta treat your membranes better, things like that. So, uh, and I just kept going at that kind of position until I took, I was given the assignment of the quality control department for a while, and then about 1980, 79, 80, Dean came and said, why don't you take over the R&D department, which was one guy who was on his way out, <laughs> and now you're R&D. Well, that was 1980, so all that time up until then, doing pretty much a little bit of everything. Mm. I think it was probably when I was reading through metal finishing magazines that I came across an ad for Osmonics and realized they were a local Twin Cities company and um, were actually advertising that they had uh, uh, 
like metal recovery systems from uh, metal finishing rinse waters, uh, especially in nickel. And so it was probably about 1970 that I contacted Dean, uh, interested in a, in a job. And he said, well, I don't think we're quite ready to hire our fourth employee yet, but uh, <laughs> if you want to uh, uh, come in a few evenings and that sort of thing, we can probably uh, work on some, some tests and projects that uh, you might fit uh, nicely into. So I think I did that probably for uh, six or eight months. Uh, and finally, Dean decided he was, he was ready to hire that fourth employee, and, and I started uh, in 71 with Osmonics and, uh, and spent 12 years there, and I think that's the longest I ever stayed in, <laughs> in one job in my whole career. What were you doing while you were at Osmonics? Um, mostly applications work, uh, you know, looking at, looking at new things, doing uh, what we called application testing, where we would bring bring in somebody's waste stream or food product or whatever it was and, and see what we could do with it and, and uh, uh, you know, whether it worked or didn't work with RO or UF or whatever. We developed the coating machine in 72 uh, using a guy that had an adhesive coater and he helped us uh, develop it and we developed a coating machine. But, uh, and we were making cellulose acetate membranes but we needed to work on improvements in the membranes and we couldn't do it during the uh, workday. So Fran and another one of my early employees, uh, Doug Olson, uh, would come in on Sundays and, uh, and we'd uh, work on the coating machine to get all the bugs out of it and get into other membranes. When you started Osmonics, did you start it as a membrane company or as a systems company or both? Well, you need to go back to the work I did at Dartmouth because uh, one of the things I did at Dartmouth was uh, the, the contract was to prove that, uh, that RO membranes could run at 50 PSI and still be good because uh, that was some things that people, everybody claimed you had to be at 600 at that point. And uh, so we made membranes in our lab and we actually made a small coder. Uh, that was 12 inches wide, and we, and we had test cells, and then we made spiral elements that we put into the field. Uh, that was all during that time that I had the contract off saline water. So when I started Osmonics, I always planned to make our own membrane. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you start a company, you need to make money. And so the easiest thing was to use, actually, in that case, Roga membranes, because they were starting to sell the the spiral element. And then we worked with Eastman Kodak who had developed a very nice cellulose acetate membrane uh, and uh, rolled the Eastman Kodak membranes into spirals uh, as we were getting ready to to make our own. And so all along we we were planning to be in membranes and but we also did a lot in new applications and and, uh, and water treatment. Yeah. Uh, in fact, um, my philosophy was always we wanted to have half our business consumables and half our business equipment, which we did. One of the things that uh, I recall about Osmonics is that you seem to have a business plan which targeted what I will call niche industries. 
metal plating waste recovery, food and beverage industry, and so on. Uh, was that deliberate, or was that just the way it developed for you? Well, it was it was deliberate. I I always considered myself a businessman first, and a, uh, and, a and an engineer second. Uh, I, I always felt that I would take Suryarajan's work and bring it to the marketplace. So that was kind of a personal uh, thing. But I, as I looked at the competition uh, and the prices that people were uh, selling equipment, uh, especially the California people, I uh, decided that uh, it was really tough to make good money doing that. And that, uh, that making money and, and uh, being profitable was a, the key thing. So as we did that, we were offering to do testing and product development for things, or, or process development, which is where both Dave and Fran did a lot of that. Uh, and uh, we got into a lot of specialty uh, things. The pollution control, you know, was very strong in the 70s. Uh, we got in a lot of pollution control. We got into uh, recycling of, uh, of the heavy metals, uh, like the nickel. And, and some, you know. some high end, or critical applications like medical kidney dialysis right that's right we were bottled right, water right. bottled water or when or actually it wasn't bottled water but as much as it was makeup water for for uh, so soft drinks and stuff so but that's one thing that you know from my perspective not having dean's perspective what i saw was that we were trying to push the we we're trying to find out where the technology would work period and we would we had a system of Harvesting anybody's interest at all and seeing if this mem if this technology would work on this new application. 